Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and we're on to episode 38. Now, this is a great question that nobody asked me. I asked it myself and decided to make a podcast episode out of it. I also made a a carousel for Instagram today. So this is Thursday right now. I am not very far in advance with recording this because I'm posting it the next day or at midnight tonight even. But I've got a carousel on Instagram today as well about this very topic. But because I've got so much buzzing around in my head about it, uh, I want to talk about it here. Do you know, ever since I got my business coach, it's been all about... (laughs) It's been all about getting me to talk less, right? Because I don't want to say that I waffle, but I have much more to say about things than people want to listen to on social media. Now, what that means is, like, people love short content, right? When I, before I got my business coach, when I was trying to create reels, I was always taking them right to the 90 seconds. And, you know, when I started working with him, he's like, Listen, we need to get these down to like between 20 and 30 seconds. No one wants to listen to all the other shit you're going to say. So I've had to get better at creating short form content, which means getting better at getting my point across with much less words. So this is like these podcasts, these podcast episodes are like all the stuff I've got saved up about different topics. I get to come here and dump them for 20 to 30 minutes get it all out my system, and then go back to my short-form content life. So, let's ask the question, shall we? Do you need to exercise to lose weight? Oh, I'm very conscious of giving you the answer here. I was at, speaking of my business coach, he was speaking at an event in Leeds at the weekend. If you follow me, you would have seen I was down there on my stories. Um, And there were some pretty big names in the industry well, more the exercise kind of industry. Speaking at the event, people with, you know, multiple hundreds of thousands of followers, and they're talking about how they, you know, how they have success, how they've gained so many followers, and all the rest of it. One of them was providing a formula where they said, don't give the answer right away. Give the question, or the it's, it's called the hook, hook people in, like, do you need to exercise to lose weight? Don't give the answer, give the information, then give the answer. But if you're already listening to this, I don't really need to grab your attention, so I'm going to give you the answer, and then it's up to you if you carry on listening to get a more in-depth, detailed answer or not. So do you need to exercise to lose weight? No, you do not. But I'm going to give you, so here's, I get questions like this all the time, right? Do I need to do this to lose weight? Do I need to drink water? Do I need to sleep, exercise, whatever it is? I am going to give you a very easy question for you to take these things and test them yourself, right? So here it is. Can I gain weight while doing this thing? Okay, so do do you need to exercise to lose weight? Well, if I can I gain weight while exercising? The answer is yes. So then you've tested it, right? Is exercise necessary for weight loss? No, because if you can gain weight while exercising, and lose weight while exercising, and maintain your weight while exercising, something else is at play, right? It's not the exercise. The example I've used in the carousel is that bikini competitors, you know, those people that 
cover themselves. Oh, what do you call the male version if the female version's a bikini competitor? There's a question. Um, I don't work with that demographic, so I don't know. But anyway, they're the people that cover themselves in fake tan and stand on the stage flexing their muscles, right? Those guys exercise a lot, obviously, but they also diet down to single-digit body fat percentage and step on stage. And you can see every single ripple of, or you should be able to see every single ripple of their muscles, right? That's the point. At the other end of the spectrum, you had, oh, I forgot his name now, the Scottish guy, Stolman, somebody Stolman. You have the strongest, the world's strongest man who exercises a lot and also gains a lot of weight. Okay, so we've put that to the test. Do you need to exercise to lose weight? No, but it can be helpful. The problem is, and this is this is like the biggest mistake that I see people make when, so you have that moment, we've all had them at some point, I have multiple times in the past, where, you know, you wake up one day, you look in the mirror, or you step on the scales, and it's like, right, that is fucking it. Everything is changing. I am sick of feeling like this. I'm sick of looking like this. I'm going to get up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go for a run every day. I'm going to start prepping all my meals. I'm going to eat six times a day. I'm going to drink protein shakes. And I'm going to go to the gym three to five days per week, right? And you think you need this drastic, overwhelming, massive lifestyle change. And you have to come at it from all angles because that's the only thing that's going to solve the situation that you're in. Now, the problem with that is, what was your reason for doing that, right? Your reason for doing that is your weight. And so we take the reason and then we look at everything that you're doing. You have now attached everything that you've decided to change to your weight. And that's dangerous because you're, number one, you're attaching things that don't dictate your weight to your weight. And number two, what happens when your weight isn't a priority? Everything that you have attached, here's a great example, right? Let's say you are going to save money. And here's how I personally had ended up getting better at saving money. I used to save, like most people do, I used to save money for things. So, right, when we lived in our last flat, our last, my first property, my last flat, before we moved into this house, we put in a new kitchen, we put in windows. I specifically saved for those things. I had no other savings. I didn't save the rest of the time. It, I was the person who were, okay, we're going on holiday. We better save up. We're doing this. We better save up. And this it's so similar because realistically, everyone should have savings, like regardless, and they should not be attached to anything. You should have a place where you put money and let it pile up. Doesn't matter if you're putting £10 a month or £1,000 a month in it, if you are so lucky to make that much money. I am not. Um, everyone should have savings, right? Because if something goes tits up, then what do you do? Credit card, bank loan, overdraft, etc. But, as I say, I was the person who, okay, we need money for this, let's start saving. We need money for this, let's start saving. And it's it's so ridiculously close to this Oh, I'm going to, I want to lose weight, I better start running. I want to lose weight, I better start going to the gym. When really, exercise is something 
everyone should do. Now that does, you know, there are there are many different versions of exercise. If you go for a 30 minute walk every day, fantastic. If you go to the gym three times a week, fantastic. If you run three times a week, amazing. It doesn't matter. Our bodies need to be moved. Otherwise, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. And that's why people become unfit. In fact, I've got this thing about becoming unfit. I don't think fitness is a thing. And I don't think, I don't think, no, I do think fitness is a, th- a thing. I don't think being unfit is a thing because you are as fit as you need to be. So if you do 3,000 steps a day, you sit down at work all day, you sit on the couch all night, the only time you get up is to like potter about and do things, then you're not unfit. You are as fit as you need to be for the things that you do. The only time you think you're unfit is when you go to run for some reason. You know, maybe you're out and about with the kids and you try to run, you go, fucking hell, I am so unfit. You're not unfit. You're not fit to run but you're perfectly fit for the amount of stuff that you do. Anyway, tangent. Uh, Right, so weight. Exercise is not for your weight. Can you hear my stomach? Stomach was totally rumbling then. Exercise isn't for your weight. It is for your health, your physical and mental health. If you are going to exercise, do it for the physical and mental benefits. Do it to become stronger, fitter, faster. To de- you know, And also to delay the onset of all the horrible things that might happen to us in the future, like uh, sarcopenia. What's the other one? Oh, I can't remember now. Osteoporosis. You know, we don't, you know, as we get older, our muscles don't necessarily start to waste away, but it becomes more difficult to maintain muscle mass. Uh, let's not go down that road. But yeah. Investing in exercise at the moment is an investment in your future and it's a, an investment in your current, present, physical and mental health. That's it. That's where the line stops. Then we have your weight. Now, your weight is the outcome of the equation calories burned versus calories consumed. So if your weight is about calories, then your weight is about your diet. And that's why I said, you know, ask, you know, put it to the test, ask the question. Can I lose weight while exercising? Absolutely. Can I gain weight while exercising? Well, also, yes. Can I maintain weight while exercising? Yes. Can I yo-yo diet while exercising? Absolutely. Is exercise required for weight loss then? Of course not. It all almost all comes down to your diet, the number of calories you are consuming. So the problem is, like, if you attach exercise to your weight, I'm sure many of you will be able to relate to this, what happens that first day that you eat something that you believe to be bad? Hopefully, if you've listened to enough of these podcast episodes, you've started to improve your mindset around that but you eat something that you believe to be a bad food or unhealthy or off plan or whatever terminology you want to use. What happens when when you do that? Well, you know, I've already eaten that, so I might as well not exercise today. I've already ruined my progress this week. What's the point in exercising? And this is the problem. 
when people start exercising because of their weight or for their weight or for their weight loss efforts. Not only have you attached your eating to your weight, you've attached your exercise to your weight. So when you fail to do one of those, you are far more likely not to do the other. And I have had this conversation countless times over the years with the people I work with where they'll miss a workout and it'll affect the way that they eat or they'll have a takeaway or they'll eat out or they'll have a drink and it will affect their exercise. So this is why it is so important to exercise for the right reasons, similar to saving money. Save money all the time just for safety and security in case something goes wrong. Exercise all the time for safety and security and future, a future less at risk from unpleasant things. Uh, exercise for, for exercise reasons, right? Your physical health, your mental health, to get fitter, to get faster, to get stronger, to build big sexy muscles, not to manage your weight. Because like I said, it doesn't matter how much you exercise, you can still gain weight. Here's the thing, in fact, here's a total paradoxical thing as well. People who have nutritionally poor diets and also exercise are likely to have far more issues with their weight. So picture the scene. Someone has a nutritionally poor diet. Now, what I mean by that is their diet lacks fruits and vegetables and it lacks protein sources. So that person is pretty hungry most of the time. They eat and they get hungry very soon after, so they eat again. And because their natural diet does not feature many filling foods, they just keep eating more of the same foods that are creating that hunger. So that person is already over-consuming and they're already gaining weight. Now, let's say the only thing they change is that they are going to start doing couch to 5K. So they start doing C to 5K and they do the, the walk, the walks and they build up to the runs and they're doing more activity and that's fantastic. They are getting fitter, they are getting faster, but they've not done anything about their diet. Now, they were an already pretty hungry person now they are doing additional exercise, which is adding to that hunger. So they're even more hungry than usual, which means eating more of the same unsatisfying foods than usual. And these foods were already creating a calorie excess. So that person may then start to gain more weight because they are exercising. How crazy is that? So, that, I mean, that's a great example of how the introduction of exercise into someone's lifestyle can actually obviously have a positive effect in terms of fitness, fitness levels, but it can have a negative effect if the person already, already has a pretty poor diet and they're creating more hunger, leading to eating more of that poor diet, which means consuming even more calories than they need. I see a lot in nurses, people who work for the NHS, people who do shift work. So not necessarily nurses, nurses on wards and in hospitals, right? Big, I've had loads of conversations with people who work in my local hospital, 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 Fourth Valley Royal. It's huge. Hospitals are huge, right? And the people who work there walk miles, 
miles and miles, get ridiculous steps, those of them that are clever enough to put their um, Fitbits and watches on their ankles, because you're not allowed to wear anything on your wrists, are you? And, you know, and they've got huge step counts, 10 to 15k steps doing their shifts, and they're super hungry. But if your local hospital is anything like mine, the food on offer is horrendous. <laughs> and I, I'm using the term horrendous because it's horrendous for a hospital. Do you know, I remember when my wife was pregnant with um, with my second son, Kerr. Not so much Jacob because I wasn't a nutritionist back then or even remotely interested in these things. But uh, four years ago, I remember going to the hospital doing the birthing classes, going to appointments and things like that, and be sitting outside the waiting room, especially to go to the birthing classes. And there was like f- three or four vending machines, so like two with food, one with juice, one with coffee, and it had this thing above it. What was it? Rest, rest, relax, recharge or something like that. And the the vending machine was just 100% crisps and chocolate. That was it. Rest, relax, recharge. Recharge with some form of chocolate bar, some form of crisps, or an a can of juice, or an energy drink, or something. That's what I mean. It's horrendous. Like there was not anything remotely health promoting in there, and it's a bloody hospital. So the point there was, sorry, that another thing that uh, what, you know I've spoken to nurses about is the options available in the canteens. You know, someone said that well, in our hospital, there's like an M&S food place. There's also a, I guess, a Starbucks in there. You know, their food options there are going and getting a meal deal, which isn't too bad, but they're quite expensive in the hospital. Going to Starbucks, super expensive, or going to the hospital canteen where they didn't really want to spend money on anything. So they would just get chips, you know, so they're doing 10 to 15k steps. They're running on vending machine food, chips, or whatever else is there. And they're super hungry as a result of it. So that's that's a thing that people really don't think about and don't consider. And it's part of the reason why we focus so bloody heavily on helping our members consume a, a nutritionally adequate diet that, you know, not only supports their health, but also fills them up. So that they can go between meals without having to snack. So that they're not hungry an hour after eating. You know, how often have you said to yourself, I can't be hungry, I've just had my dinner. And then what was your dinner? Well, it was a plate of chips. Yeah, well, there's no protein in there, very little fibre, no vegetables. Of course you're bloody hungry. Um, But yeah, anyway, circling back to the topic. Do you need to exercise to lose weight? No, you don't. And if you are going to exercise as part of any form of health kick or lifestyle change or anything like that, do not make that connection between your weight, right? Do not exercise for weight loss. Do not exercise for your weight ever. Don't associate exercise with your weight. If you are going to exercise, do it because you want to feel better, because you want to sleep better, because you want to feel less tired, because you want to feel physically stronger, or if you're a runner, you want to get faster. Weight loss is something you do for its own reasons. Okay. And when you create that clearly, that clearly defined line between the two, 
it doesn't matter what you do with your eating, you will still keep up with your exercise. Yes, you had a takeaway. Yes, you went out for dinner. Yes, you had a drink. But you're still going to exercise because you know how exercise makes you feel away from your weight. You're not doing it to get a result on a scale. You're doing it for the right reasons. So don't make exercise about your weight in any shape or form. Exercise is not for your weight. It's for your physical and mental health. Your diet will decide what your weight does or doesn't do. I hope that's been helpful. Uh, I, do you know what? I had three lovely messages from people. Oh, I wish I'd had my phone next to me to call them by name. But I got three lovely messages from people after the last couple of podcast episodes who just sent me random DMs saying, just listen to this episode. Uh, I just wanted to say that my takeaways from it were this, this, this and this. And it was great because it created a couple of lovely conversations and I was able to help people and answer a couple of questions as well. So again, as I say in most episodes, take a screenshot or send me a DM, post it on your stories, whatever it is. Let me know what your takeaways are and if these episodes are helping or even if you have a suggestion for what I might cover in a future episode. I'm completely open to that as well. Anyway, enough from me. Until next time.